You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, everyone. Been a while, but coming on to talk about uh, blood thinners, blood clots, a lot of things that are going around the news, and uh, magnesium. So, just a real quick refresher on magnesium itself. It is actually nature's blood thinner, um, like a natural blood thinner, I guess you could say, without medicine. Um, it's also hypotensive, um, so it helps with that growing condition of the heart. Um, the heart is the muscle that has the most magnesium in it of any other muscle. They would actually keep that muscle and dry it and use it for the CoQ10 and the magnesium uh, for runners, like Indian runners that would run messages to other tribes or to their own tribes. Um, and uh, so this has a an interesting like little anecdote there, but the natural state magnesium, which is what we carry and, you know, helps people get, you want to get the best of the best when it comes to magnesium because of the simple fact that it'll store for up to five or six years on the bone layer and be used out to build out your nerves, your bones and other things throughout that time. And so putting cheap stuff in there creates cheaper humans, weaker bones, weaker aging process, uh, more medical slavery and more deficiency. So don't get the bad stuff in there is what I always tell people because it's harder to get it out sometimes, you know, it takes six or seven years for the body to exchange all of its cells. And that's in a well-functioning body. I mean, as we age, it may take longer, much longer. So the goal is to not go cheap and find the right stuff. And, and, uh, if you already have, that's fine, but you stop what you're doing now and you move forward to the right thing. So that's kind of a logical position. Um, but, um, I'm a little bit uh, breathing heavy because I just got done working out doing this core exercise. So excuse that. But um, let's see here. Yeah, it does help reduce blood clotting. Fibrinolysis. I hate this word. Fibrinolysis. Fibrinolysis. So you know this um, is a process of breaking down um, the fibrin material. Um, which creates the clots um, in the body, and it helps to reduce that clotting through that mechanism. It breaks that down. It also teams up with enzymes to break things down. Magnesium, it's a very well-known catalyzer of enzymes. Um, it also renders flexible the tissues themselves over time. So there's the slow, the, the short-term game, which is the viscosity that it provides to the nerves and and it's particular feel, like even when you touch the product, you feel this kind of dry oil viscosity, almost like a traction viscosity, like there's like a granular kind of exactness to the viscosity. And um, this kind of, um, this feature is part of how you can see its flexible power. What it does in the body, it renders everything flexible. So from the tissue to the nerves, to the bones, to the teeth, to everything else. Magnesium is built into all of the structures of the body, not just like bones and teeth. It goes deep into the nerves. It, it, it helps recreate the nerves through structure, unlike CBD or other things, which are great, but they do not 
contribute to the structure. Plants contribute to a circulation, but not necessarily to structure. Um, a little bit, of course, but in general, you know, the magnesium is more of a structural component. Um, so, and it's usually the missing component, which is the problem with all the calcification issues and everything else we have that we've blamed on fat and cholesterol, or we've blamed it on arthritis or whatever. And it was all calcification issues. So just placking up all over the place in different areas and, you know, concomitant with other things, it becomes like, you know, everything from gout to, to, you know, kidney stones. And there's, there's so many ways it goes after it, it just combines with other things and then gets diagnosed as something else. And so, um, this is kind of like just rampant deficiencies due to soil deficiency and the lack of wisdom, uh, following the wisdom of the Greeks, the Romans, and even our own forefathers on the sacred waters of history and what those were supposed to do for our health through the skin. And, um, we can't replace all that wisdom with a little pill. We tried though, <laughs> and we're not getting away with it. So the genetics are going unchecked, passed on bad genetics, passing on bad genetics. We also have 30 to 40% of the deficiency going unchecked because it's not you're not able to find it through blood tests, even the best blood tests. You know, you'd have to test the tongue, other soft tissue. You'd have to also test maybe patchwork deficiency throughout the dermal layer. There's a lot of ways you'd have to test for this because only 1% of magnesium is in the blood. And while the blood does show a certain type of reflection, it only leads to like pathology. You know, you can find if there's a pathology, yes, <laughs> like, but we want to get optimal. We don't want to be having we don't want to have to get to the level of pathology before we can understand what's happening. So optimal is not recorded through blood analysis. You can't find that, that window because it's not stored there. And so that's a simple fact that somehow we've just avoided. I think a lot of surgeons know it because they do a lot of local, you know, analysis and they, they find these things out, but it's just not ba the basic, blood test, kind of basic flow of, of circulation um, of, you know, human traffic, you know, people coming through the doors of hospitals and this and that. It's just a typical blood test. And here we go. So, um, so yes, it helps with the blood clots, fibrinolysis, um, well-known feature with magnesium. Uh, magnesium has a strange, like, uh, structural capacity to render something sticky or unsticky or solid or less solid. You know, that's how it, that's how it helps the cell. You know, it's, it's a natural calcium channel blocker because it keeps too much calcium from coming into the cell or not being used in the cell. Like it's not just a limiter. It's also, um, you know, it also helps to use that what's in there in the right way. And so it's kind of like a structural um, not mortar, but it allows for some sort of structural piecing together. Maybe mortar is a good term. I don't know, but it allows for some sort of piecing together of things, which, which would otherwise kill the cell or over rigidify it or whatever. So it's not like it's just limiting calcium. Like we get, you know, like it's a blocker, but it's also a regulating and, and allowing the right amount of things, uh, to come in or not, um, through up and down regulation and then structurally as well. So how it actually adheres, you know, we know that calcium doesn't fix without magnesium 
and other factors, um, you know, vitamin D and things that help to kind of orient and hormonal events that allow for, you know, certain targeting of certain areas and not being stuck in, in the, in the areas it shouldn't be, you know, um, and that's what happens when we are deficient in a lot of things is that all this kind of hormonal balancing is not happening and things just go kind of amok. So it also increases um, circulation via vasodilation. That's well known. Uh, it's a great vasodilator magnesium in general locally. That's why it works so good on cramps. I mean, that's kind of what magnesium does anyway, kind of in the cramp, that pump, that magnesium potassium pump system there. That's a type of vasodilation in the sense of, you know, circulatory movement. You know, it's increasing movement and the movement opens things up. That's, that's the nature of, of, of movement in a sense is that it's going to expand and contract. Um, so that allows for things to move along, acid residues, lactic acids and proteins and, you know, glycated end products, heavy metals, hormones that need to be deconjugated or whatever by the liver, all sorts of things that moves along. Aluminum, <laughs> you know, so they're all there. Um, and, you know, the, there's a myth that detoxification is just a little small piece of what we do, or it's actually kind of a myth in and of itself. And that's, that's the exact opposite of the truth, is that we're always detoxifying. Your body's always trying to get all this stuff out that's in it that shouldn't be in it. So it's a little bit like the myth about there's no more sand. Have you heard this one? There's no more sand. We're running out of sand. You know, if there was ever a way to stop people from using glass and to make them shame, shame people for using glass, then this is the sand myth. Oh, I can't believe he's using glass. How dare he take away from the sand we have? And it turns out that they're only talking about a very small percentage of sand that's, that they, they're not finding locally. Uh, and so they're complaining about it. But the truth is that that's only in certain areas and only for certain applications in a certain type of sand. Whereas Sand in general can never be expended on this planet. Every mountain range is just loaded with sand. And so this, this is a ridiculous proposition. Um, and so it's just something for the mind. Once again, the mind goes into it and is like, oh my God. So trying to keep away from some of that thinking and um, find... Uh, you know, not use the UN as our source for news, you know, and maybe try to like, you know, type the opposite sometimes. Like, is that true? And then ask that question and see what you, you come up with in your search. And you'll get engineers, you'll get all sorts of people in the field, like geologists and different people who work for minerals and different things. And they'll let you know that this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, once again, there are certain things, it's like the pyramids or something, you know, we, we develop all these alien theories about it. And it turns out that a lot of human advancements and theories are disrespected because they, they had a lot of um, common wisdom to their time that they used to create those structures. Uh, you know, like the quarry, they're like, how did they move all these stones? And it's like, well, they built Giza on top of a rock quarry. That's how they did it. They were smart. So there's just a lot left out, you know, and I'm not saying that covers the whole mystery. I'm not even going there either, but I'm just saying like, we got to respect history and like what advancement and 
you know, cutting sandstone with a saw, you know, using sand and water and, and, and very interesting methods that they used, like, and respect history. So back to magnesium, um, which is funny because somebody told me that they don't have a lot of magnesium deficiency in those countries, like in the desert countries, because there's so much magnesium in the soil. But anyway, separate thing. Um, however, the people who leave those countries and come to like France or they come to other countries, they become very deficient just, just in the same, in the same token. Um, so, um, increases cellular oxygen, you know, magnesium is part of, so that this little capular, uh, what do you call it? Um, it's a sigmoidal shaped kind of like, it's not a platelet, but it's the hemoglobin. It's like this little donut looking thing. And so this donut without a hole, right? Um, it, it is the offloading and onloading of oxygen, that surface. And that's how oxygen is delivered around the body. So magnesium creates the non or this, I mean, I'm, these aren't technical terms, but non-sticky or sticky aspect of that um, surface. And so because of that, very important role. Like, and this, this is like between, you know, levels of stickiness from grading from one to 10,000. There's like a whole, like, I forget what it's called, a whole scale that's been set up to judge this exact function. And, um, and so whenever it's too sticky, the oxygen doesn't offload right. So we have a loss of energy to get the oxygen where we need to get it. And then we're, you know, we're losing something instead of gaining something. And so magnesium plays a key role in that structure being the right shape and the right stickiness to where it can offload right. You know, that's why like leukemia and certain other diseases, these shapes are, are not right or they're not, they don't have the right, you know, like sickle cell and uh, anemia. And there's different um, etiologies, which you will see that that is what's being played on that exact feature. It's a, it's an important feature in the body and magnesium is central to it. So cellular oxygen through that vector, uh, also magnesium is water bearing. So it also brings in oxygen through that vector as well. And, um, it also opposes calcium's thickening effects, which is well known that magnesium kind of stop stamps out calcium softens the calcification process and that's probably why the greeks and romans and especially the older crowd um, but even younger crowd today we're not in their world we got a lot of deficiencies so we got to stop thinking oh when i get old it's like no do it now because you got to do you got to build this stuff up quick because like if you don't you end up building out over the next seven years no matter what age you are you build out a weaker structure and so therefore you already start messing with serious parameters and so um but that's why that older crowd was probably going out into the waters um, first and foremost because they you calcify with age and so does the brain like everything calcifies to some degree and so this magnesium is helping to slow that process down create better aging no medical slavery and uh along with other deficiencies covered of course and um yeah it's a smart move and it the funny thing is, is it costs about three, two to three dollars a week to heal this deficiency with the right stuff. So you're gone. Medical slavery is over, and that's if you took it forever, which you could at that price. You don't have to. You definitely have to take it for at least a year, and probably do five or ten bottles. And that's not me trying to like push sales or something. I'm just, I just telling people the way I had to do it and the way most people have done it. The, the people who've really taken it on, 
and realize the deficiency is real and that you can't shake a 200 year deficiency by throwing a few bananas at it and a couple magnesium pills every so often. You have to be on it and the pills will never get you there because they don't address the dermal deficiency. So they also are not stored well in the body through that method. You know, that's why they're laxative for a lot of people because the body's saying wrong way, bro. <laughs> you know, this isn't work for me. <clears throat> but we translate that as like, I'm good. <clears throat> and then we just keep drinking the coffee to cover up the kidney life that's being lost by swallowing all the pills. So as soon as the coffee runs out, the party's over and we start to realize, wait a minute, we got body depression. Wait, what's that? Well, that's a depression based on the fact that our organs are not in shape. And well, how do we get the organs in shape? Well, we should all probably eat organs and eat all the other parts of the animal. You know, like how are you going to have good veins and everything if you don't ever eat glycine? Well, glycine is in the skin of the chicken or in the other parts of the animal. It's not in the breast as much. And so, you know, it's like learning these tricks or and not having to use supplements. Um, we can also use broth for glycine. So there's other ways to do it, but we have to be aware of these things and we have to give it time because it takes if we got a whole 10 years of soy free chick of soy filled chickens which all the chickens are like for, even from trader joe's and all that or any kind of organic store or whole foods they're all soy fed and so if, at least the chickens and so we're eating all this all the time and then we start having inflammatory issues and injuries and chiropractic all the time and stuff yeah because we've messed with the gelatin matrix in the body which is the base matrix that, you know, they build out all these different structures through. And it's also an electrical matrix in the body that stays as it is. It's not used for building in that sense, but um, which is a very powerful electrical communication system through the body, hormonal. Um, and so we, we mess with some serious components when we're not doing soy-free chickens and doing things right and spending the extra money. You know, my brother just spent $10,000 on or something on, on shots for the, what's it called? For shoulder injury, you know? And I'm like, well, yeah, if you'd have spent that same 10000 on soy-free chickens all these years, you wouldn't be there. That's my, that's my first thought on it. Now, I could be wrong. I'm wrong often, but that's my thought. It's like, I wouldn't, I'd rather spend the money now. I explained that too to a friend that, all the money you're going to spend on cancer at 70 to, to that last chapter of your life of medical slavery, a lot of people, a lot, all that money is not even yours. The money that 20 grand or 40 grand or 50 grand that you have to spend right away on that, those first you, you know, six months or a year of treatments or whatever it is, that's not even your money. Just consider it not yours anyway and spend it through your life cycle now on the high level foods you know, oysters and lobster and, 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 uh, soy free chicken and ordering online and ordering from farms or going to farmer's markets. Even if it's just once a month, grabbing all your stuff and coming back. Even if you live in the suburbs, just come in to town and go back out. Imported butter, you know, like get the right things and then just come back home and you're good or have your own farm. But anyway, so little things can help. So all this blood clot conversation we have going around, due to probably vaccines or COVID or both or whatever. Um, uh, magnesium plays a key role. I'm not saying it's going to replace blood thinners and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying that um, it's a natural way to pull these things off and optimize the body regardless and keep you away from some of the darker effects of these conditions. 
um, through the power of healing deficiency. Um, so don't be unwise when it comes to how easy this is to pull off. This is easy. This is like 10 sprays a day anywhere on the body. Let's sit 20 minutes and boom, do about five bottles in a year, spend about a hundred and something dollars and you're good. You know, you can do it less and less per year after that, or maybe one or two bottles a year after that. So it's like, um, it's a very smart way of doing it. It's not trying to make you into some sort of slave to a new product or whatever. So get it while you can, uh, in this, in the right way. Um, like it's, um, I don't mean get it while you can, it's always going to be there, but get the right stuff is what I mean. So, um, another thing I will just mention on kind of like a little side note, because there's all these videos and things going around about blood clots and it's very difficult. I've tried searching blood clots, parasites, all this stuff online, and it's hard to find anything but blood clots. And I think there's a kind of a game here of using the blood clot um, as a cover for realizing that some of the things we may be experiencing could be related to parasites. And parasites are very easy to eliminate through cheap finbendazole, goat dewormer, you know, throughout the week, finding the dose that is the highest dose you can take without nausea or something like building up your own dose, maybe through the week, maybe ivermectin on the weekends, horse paste, whatever you want to call it. Um, and um, in severe, and then also adding, you know, you, you could add, um, what is it, MMS, or this kind of like chlorine dioxide, or whatever, to that formula, um, like protocol C or whatever that's called, you know, where you, um, you can find it in the book, uh, Sandy Rivera, um, how the, the symptoms known as autism or something like that. That's the name of the book. And there's all this protocol in there to use. And so, yeah, you can use that and drink that like eight times a day, like this little glass that you end up making, um, with this and one year on what I just gave you, that little mini protocol of the Finbin, Iver and the, so the, the CDS or MMS one year on that. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what you took, no matter what you put in your arm, no matter what you did, this will one year on this and you'll reverse all of that. And that's the white magic that's needed right there. Now I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Um, and I didn't say that this is going to cure all conditions or chronic conditions or cancer or all these other things. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you got yourself into a situation with um, the shots that this can pull you out. And I'm also not saying that it would be easy. I'm just saying it's accessible because easy implies that it's just a one and done, but it's actually a whole initiation into your health and probably a lot of learning about like how you got into that situation in the first place and the, the authority issues and other things. There's a lot in it. So it's not just like a one, two punch, but it's all out there for you when you're ready. It would probably cost you a hundred dollars, you know? So I just hate to see all of this blood clot media going around because I feel like it's a cover to keep people away from the simple solutions of what this is. Now that doesn't mean there's not a lot of darkness to the fact that there could be parasites and all the stuff we're putting in our bodies and however it's getting delivered. 
um, which are typically old, like African and Haiti and different diseases that already existed before. Uh, but they're just new to us, so we're like blown away by them. But filariasis, you know, this type of worm condition where you, you know, you die and your legs get big and, you know, and there's combinations. There's so many types of worms and parasites and stuff that you can do things to the body with. Like some live in the limp, some live in the blood. And even these parasites, I mean, they change the blood formula. It can become pale or thin or slimy because they have their own biofilm that they secrete. And so it resembles a lot of what they're, you know, this kind of theory that I'm seeing online right now. Without going too far into the wrong direction, um, keep that in mind. Now, magnesium, we were talking about blood thinning, but we had to like kind of give a little truth there because a lot of people get misled. There's a lot of fear porn and a lot of it's on both sides, even in the freedom movement. And it's not because it's like they're trying to do that, but they're just, there can be a misguided thing there where, you know, when the video has mostly fear in it, no real solutions and scant statistics, like it's built to be a fear porn mechanism. And that's why, you know, Thomas Jefferson said both sides of the media are fake. He said that. I mean, that wasn't his exact words, but that was the, <laughs> it was like, they're both untrue or whatever he said. But it's true. Both sides are fake now at this point because the solutions are right in front of us. And a lot of people are just trying to make money off of this other direction. And so, and certain things are allowed. I mean, of course, the whole blood clot thing is just to switch over into what this could really be, or either way, these things can help anyway. So put all that together and spend your $100 and just help yourself and help those around you. Don't build a whole army of people that are divided against the other half of humanity with all their skills and tricks and what their knowledge is. Be the people who die with the people on the opposite side too and come towards them and try to find healing for them. Don't avoid them. Don't run with all your skill and wisdom away from them. You know, we came here to heal the sick, not the healthy. So that's what this is all about. Um, and that doesn't mean you're running around trying to heal and help and all that kind of stuff. You know, you got to take care of yourself, but, um, you know, anyway, just, just a few words. I'm focusing on me now more than other people, but I do notice that I like to be ready and equipped with the right information in case anybody asks. And I like to test things on myself. I'll test all of these things on me to see how they feel, to learn how to use them right, and to learn how to like perform with them so that if the person comes to me and asks for help, I'm ready. That's who I want to be. I don't want to be sitting in the fear porn like non-solution aspect of things, collecting data and fear and isolation more in my mind. I want to be in the, I'm learning about the solutions here and I'm trying to keep that first, first and forefront uh, in my mind. And the simplicity and the fact that God is here, you know, because if he isn't here, then it wouldn't be so easy to get out of these things with $100. So there's a big wink from the universe right there. Anyway. So that's all I got. Come check us out at theheartoftradition.com.